So welcome back at Fearless Wealth. Right now, you're going to listen to the second part of the Immigrant Podcast. Um, Here we will be mostly emphasizing on things we love and that expanded our mind. If you haven't listened to the former episode yet, please do. Otherwise, this one is going to make no sense at all. Welcome at Fearless Wealth. And let's get in on the conversation. What, you know, what do we like? And I would love to share, if you would share, um, screenshot, tag all of us in the social media sharing. And I would love to hear your tips and recommendations about what we should try in while we now live in America and United States. So uh, let's get to it. back here at podcast number two <laughs> all the good things we love about america give it to me anything and everything okay quiet <laughs> the sky is really big the sky is really big i know that sounds very dumb but one of my favorite things is that somehow in england it's very rare that you get a view unless you're out in the country there's mm-hmm. always going to be buildings. There's always going to be something hemming it in. Mm-hmm. Here, somehow, I can be in the center of Atlanta and I can look up and it's just like blue sky for miles. Mm. And that's one of my favorite things is still feeling mm-hmm. like I'm in the middle of the nowhere even when I'm in the city. Mm. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's nice. I love the space. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I am a big personality. I love the big things. <laughs> I can't wait to have my big, like, you know, semi-truck four by four dually and be my little redneck bratty self like <laughs> this, i feel like things match my personality here better where in Prague is just like yeah you, what do you mean personality just calm down calm down with your wildness yeah Still- i think i think people here are less judgmental definitely and they're like more open to taking you in as you are like I felt like growing up or like, so like me growing up. So I was raised by my great grandma and after school I would watch like Dallas or dynasty. So <laughs> from like very young age, I would be like first grade when they asked me, I was like, I'm going to move to America. And like, you know, I will live the American dream. I will be, what was her name? Like Crystal Carrington or whoever from the dynasty. <laughs> anyway, and, like, I would say that, and people always, like, the Czech people, they always said, like, no, you won't. Mm-hmm. Like, they always, like, put you down. Mm-hmm. And here they they build you up. Like, I don't know if it's fake or not, and it doesn't matter <laughs> to me as long as, like, you tell me that I can do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you don't have an opinion. Like, back in Czech people, they always, I feel like they always have opinions about what you want to do. And they always give you their opinions. And here people are, like, okay. Whatever. Like they, they will give you their limitations on you. Like, no, you yes. can't do that because. Yes, always, always like those limited belief. Like I, I hate that. Like when people put limited belief on me, beliefs on me. Yeah. So how was it for you to come here as an au pair? Because I know that's a very that's a very big thing for East Europeans to come here as an au pair to try, like have that experience. So how I, I, I love that. Just. Well, we didn't come here to babysit the kids, right? Like we came here to party and meet people from all around the world. And I have friends, like one of my friends, she lives in Tahiti. One of my friends, she lives in South 
Africa, France, Germany. So like now I have all the friends I can, and we keep the beauty. We keep in touch. Like ten years after, and we're still talking. We still like text on our birthday. So it like gave me like the sense of community that mm. I don't think I ever had growing up. I don't know. It's just like me. And before COVID, like I could go visit them. Like if I say I want to go to Tahiti, I'm gonna go see my friend in Tahiti. And now, not now. No, but soon again. <laughs> but yeah, soon again. And I, yeah, I liked it. And you know the opera's. We live in big houses, mm-hmm. so. We get to experience the America you see in the movies. Yeah, like, yeah, makes sense. I like that. Yeah, I like what you said. I like the, the there's very there's there's space for expression <clears throat> in any shape or form. Um, I am a huge fan of capitalism um, because it creates a lot of reward for like you know in in East Europe you can work your fucking ass off and sure you can get like a, a solid success but not to the sky that it's like here in the mm. West. Yes. Um, so there's a, there's a potential for high reward. Um, once you break that, break away from like the mainstream system and the employee, yeah. but even this, like uh, I have, I've had friends, I've, uh, I've, I have friends who were coders for Tinder back in the day and they would make close to half a mil a year. Right. And they would, apply for the same position in France, like being a coder for a big, and they would get like, you know, 80K a year. And like the differences in how, again, like the potential of reward. I really, really, really love that here. I think for me, one of the biggest, and like, I was almost surprised because it's the big thing everyone talks about was freedom, which is sort of an ephemeral concept. But then I got here and I was like, wow, People aren't up my ass. You know, the same thing. People don't have expectations. People aren't prescribing what I can and can't do. There is physical space and this sort of social space where I really can just do what I want and nobody is going to tell me shit and I can make my own bad decisions and good decisions. Mm. Um, and I really, and I, and the feeling that I could just get in a car and go somewhere and go anywhere and do whatever I wanted that I never really had living on Little Island was really nice and I still really mm. enjoy that. Um, like I could just drive across the country and it doesn't take eight hours. It takes like four days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The variety here, even mm-hmm. of the landscape, right? Saying we have, mm-hmm. again, America, like I need to Google how many states we have right now. I think it's 50, but whatever. How many states are there? You see? 50. Okay, so I was mm-hmm. right. Um, it, the variety of like having 50 small countries in a one nation, mm-hmm. no borders, no passport, yes. um, same language. Um, and within those like s- small countries having so many different <clears throat> cultures. Mm-hmm. I so love that. I love that when I go to New York, I have my, you know, my Jewish place, my China place. I have my um, Latin plays. I have my. I love this so much. So many mm-hmm. different cultures that have like nestled themselves in and made this home, and kind of like continued experiencing their expressing their own culture, food wise, habit wise, language. I love it so much. It's like being on vacation within a vacation on a vacation. It's like vacation inception. <laughs> it's definitely one of the best places to be. I mean, I. I lived in England, I lived in Scotland, and I lived in Amsterdam. 
And definitely, well, as compared to Amsterdam, which is a horrible place to be an immigrant and not speaking the language. And they, they go out of their ways to make it really hard to get anything done while not speaking Dutch. Here, it's like you're expected to be an immigrant. and Everyone sort of goes, wow, congratulations, you made it here. And it's sort of nice to feel like even though you're an outsider, there's something inside about being the outsider here. And I've quite enjoyed that, I must admit. Yeah. Like, like, so, like, for me, I think I was kind of fighting my immigrant, the immigrant eyes in me, and I was trying to fit in so hard. Mm. Just because I was looking at it from Czech person's perspective, right? In Czech Republic, if we have immigrants, they have to assimilate mm. or we don't take them in. Mm-hmm. So my first few years, I was just like trying so hard to like, I'm like this American, like, like I'm from Czech Republic, but it doesn't really matter. Like I'm, I'm like hardcore American, whatever. And I guess like when I kind of embrace this Russian male order, order bride or how they call it, because like mm-hmm. that's what they make, made fun mm-hmm. of me, right? Like mm-hmm. you're Russian, you're pretty, you're young. So someone ordered you and it's like the movie <laughs> and like when I actually like took over and I started making fun of it like people welcomed me more because mm. I think like it was like the you know I stopped being trying to force myself to be someone else just to fit in and mm. I started being myself again so it is all about like this culture it's like they want you to be different they want you to be yourself like you don't have to fit in to fit in actually I like that yeah too Ah, I love that. I love that so much. Also, I love how um, everything's open for so many hours. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something open. I, I, I learned recently that it changed a lot during COVID mm. or, and after COVID. But, you know, I remember, you know, coming in, in here and being jet lagged as fuck. And at 3 a.m. going to Walmart with my friends. And like, because Walmart for me, even today, is still like a touristic attraction. Like it's... <laughs> I would just walk there, see things that, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, even people watching, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's so funny. My One of my best friends, when she visited me for the first time, she put a list of things. Like I asked her, put a list of places you want to see. And I expected like New York or Miami. First Walmart. thing was Walmart. There we go. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I remember my first trip to Walmart and I was like, it really is like it is on the internet. Oh my right. God. <laughs> and, yeah, better. I went, and better. Yeah, I went to I went back to Kmart. Do you, do you still have Kmarts around? We have them. I don't think I've been to one. What is yeah. it? Kmart. It's like old school Walmart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of like you know the champions. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. close. So back then when it used to be cheap and like for poor people, they only sold it at Kmart from as is what I understand. Mm. So I guess Kmart was more rural Walmart mm-hmm. and now they're almost all gone. Oh, but, shit. Yeah. But, yeah. So my first trip was to Kmart and then it was Walmart. I love it. <laughs> I, and, and it's, it's, I, I have this, I have this border borderline relationship to convenience because certain things that I didn't know I like, like I was like, holy shit, they made something for this. I love it. 
And then on other things, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Y'all need to work harder for this. This is just no. <laughs> There's this, like, this polarity in, uh, yeah, just like walking around in a Walmart or whatever type of supermarket or store and be like, there's a thing for this? Holy shit, I didn't know I needed it, but I need this in my life. And then- yeah, It's like the Czech thing. They always told us you have to do it the hard way. Yeah. Or at least like in my family. <laughs> it was like, I don't care that there is easy way to do it. You're going to do it that way because mm-hmm. we told you so or mm-hmm. whatever reason it was. <laughs> Glorification of suffering. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. We, those who suffered. Oh, da, 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 da. More, more, more value. You're worth more, deserve more if you suffered more. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, would y'all consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert introvert i'm about as introverted as they get <laughs> uh, so i would consider myself an extrovert so I lo- <laughs> you know <laughs> so i love the service industry here mm. i love talking yeah. to people i love having the small talk actually um so i wonder how y'all experience that i actually kind of like it precisely because i'm not great at talking to people and so all of my sort of weird any awkwardness I feel is gone by the super puggy person. I'm like, cool, I can just smile and nod and you're going to give me all the human interaction I need today. This is wonderful. <laughs> you know, I wonder if like the service industry here, if they have to be so friendly just because for like so many Americans, that's the only people they talk to. Maybe it is such. <laughs> you know, because like there is like, you know, there's people like us probably who talk to friends of some community, but then there's, the opposite like all the loners that they are depressed right and they are in their apartment play video games all day so and then they go get the coffee in their favorite coffee shop so if this is like someone's only interaction with humans a day maybe that's why the service industry has to be like extra friendly Hmm. i don't know i had never thought of that but that actually kind of checks out so as i can tell yeah I still don't like I still don't like the small talk I got better (laughs) I think like I had to and I feel like now like when I have a kid I that's that's my excuse not to talk to people I'm always like well I have to go my kid is like running away so you're so slavic oh see I can't get rid of people wanting to talk to me especially when I've got a baby people are just like oh let me give you small talk about your baby and I'm gonna ask the same five (laughs) questions everybody asks (laughs) yes But I sort of, I I don't mind it. It sort of amuses me to have those interactions still. Um, Be like, wow, people are so friendly here. This is so different still. Mm -hmm. And what is some of the food that y'all really started to like here? Or that you you were introduced to here? Grits. Grits are fucking awesome. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Grits and shrimp. Oh, my God. Grits are like... And grits and butter, grits. grits and everything, cheese grits, grits with like just a breakfast bowl, grits with shrimp on top, yes. everything. Yes. Oh, shit, not the grits. For me, it's Mexican food. Mm. Mm-hmm. And those pictures of margaritas that like give you the yeah. shiver, that give you the sugar <laughs> shakes. I love it. I like collard I like- greens as well. Mm-hmm. That was fun discovering a vegetable I'd never heard of, and I'm just like, look at this giant thing. Yeah, I've learned how. Yeah, I've learned to eat kale, and like kale hummus. Yeah, avocados. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. 
what else is good American food? I have unfortunately gotten a bit of taste for like the, the Atlanta junk food. Like I never liked chicken wings my whole life. I didn't understand why anybody would eat a chicken wing. It's just like pointless uh-huh. food to me. And then I had a an Atlanta chicken wing. I was like, God damn, these are good. Fuck. <laughs> I understand now. My 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 recent obsession is sour cream. I can't believe that I thought that was a European thing as well. That blew my mind when you said it. We'll have similar names, nowhere near same flavor. Like, I'm pretty sure they put like cocaine, crack, and sugar in the sour (laughs) cream here because I can't, like, I'm planning my life around sour cream right now. See, I've never had American sour cream because I don't really like British sour cream, but now I'm going to have to go try it because I don't like, like I don't like Dutch sour cream too. And then I got here accidentally and I'm like, oh shit. Interesting. Have you tried the cabbage rolls with sour cream? What? It's like... <gasps> Let me write it down. I think it's ground beef wrapped in cabbage with tomato sauce, and you dip it in a sour cream. Oh, it's, it's, with, so, it's, it's so disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't, eat, I don't eat meat either. I don't eat meat either. I Yeah, someone... It's so funny. Like, when I moved here, people would make me my food. And they would make me like those cabbage rolls or they would make me like pierogi. I'm like, I've never had that in my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my. Oh shit. No, I, what I, on the topic of meat, um, I got introduced to hunting in America. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't eat meat because of all the antibiotics they put in it. And I just don't think it's, yeah. um, I, I, and I come from a farm, right? So like we would eat the meat that would come from our mm-hmm. land. Um, and I've eaten meat in uh, until like teenager, everything, but as an adult, I stopped eating meat. And now I'm back to, I'm a commercial vegan, meaning I only eat meat that I killed, okay. hunted, um, and not like with a rifle from like so, so far away that I couldn't see it with my human eye, but, um, hunting it's, it's a big thing here. So I love that there are people having conversations at least about it, um, and again, perhaps the polarity of coming closer to a food cycle. Because I had someone ask me in California, ma'am, do you know where frappuccinos grow? No. Like, seriously? I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What did you say? I, I don't, I, it's <laughs> one of the few times in my life where I, I had it's nothing just. to say. <laughs> so then I thought, like, I, I, I because that person seemed really serious. So I kind of like giggled because I didn't want to embarrass them. Um, and I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, I just really love Frappuccinos and I love going to Starbucks with my mom. And I just wonder like how, where, where would one find those even? Was it a kid? A teenager. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, but it also says a lot about the poverty of sort of food education in this country. Cause I have a, there's a teenage girl who lives on the street uh, who comes around a lot and she didn't know until I started introducing her the most basic, what I thought were really basic vegetables. And she's like, wow, what's that? And I'm like, a celeriac? you never seen one? Never in my whole life have I seen one of those. And that really blew my mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I love, yeah, I love that fact that you're hunting. Like I grew up on a farm too. And I think that's why I don't eat meat because like, Ever since I was little, I remember my grandma, how you kill a dog or how you like kill a bunny. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't eat that. But it's now when I'm like adult, it makes more sense to me to eat it 
like because you eat the whole animal mm -hmm. and here like you kill animal like here you kill chicken just for one part of chicken mm -hmm. and you buy it in a supermarket so i guess some people don't know and the same people who eat meat they like bitch at you if you hunt because like how can you kill an animal like you're a savage i'm like mm -hmm. do you know what you eat <laughs> what yeah. did you have for dinner like there's a major disconnect here and i think there's one in the yeah. uk as well but it it seems worse here in terms of people only wanting to eat you know buy their meat in a styrofoam pack you mm -hmm. know fully no bones or fat or anything and being horrified yeah people killing things or hunting even while they're eating a chicken burger i always think that's very funny yeah so tell me some of the 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 fun places whether they're like geographic locations within the u.s or actual like cities that you loved visiting um i love the we talked about like i love the diversity being in arizona which is like a desert state <coughs> in the winter if i drive two hours north i'm in mountains and i'm in snow two hours and then i can drive here and i can just jump in my pool right so it's the diverse and then i'm not even talking about you know, being like in Minnesota, Michigan, New York versus like being in the South, South, right? Like the diversity of being able to travel and fairly cheaply too, um, loving that. So what are some of the places that y'all have visited that you liked or things you did? I think my favorite place that I've been to is I went to see a few times we've gone to see my partner's uh, mom in Virginia, in the mountains of Virginia. And that is some seriously, seriously beautiful <laughs> countryside right there. Mm -hmm. um, the Appalachians are absolutely stunning. Um, but that's, I mean, that's quite a trek away from Atlanta. So that's not it's a matter of two hours. Um, but it, it's sort of fun, yeah, being somewhere like Atlanta and then hopping in the car and driving for eight hours and suddenly you're just in this place that is truly a completely different country you know, both geographically and also, you know, like socially and culturally. And they eat different food and the people talk with different accents. It's, mm. It was very fun. The accents here are epic. I love the accents. Do you like that country? The hell, like the... I love I love some redneck. I love some... I love some southern. I don't know if you've ever heard Ted talk, especially when he's drunk, but he has a he has a redneck oh, hillbilly accent. So good. <laughs> and I feel like only Europeans glorify rednecks and hillbillies. Like, oh, we're yes. all like, this, redneck, this. And my friends are all like, what are you? No, I'm like, yeah. And I'm going to get married in Walmart. Like, that was one of my goals. Like, and they're like, no, 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 no. Only like real bad people do it. I'm like, no, this is amazing. Have you have you seen the rednecks when they put the swimming pool in the back of the trunk and they drive around <laughs> sitting in a swimming pool in the back of the trunk and driving around? It's so it's genius. Awesome. It's, it's time to be alive. <laughs> I've stayed for a long a long time in a, in South Carolina, and um, again, like the polarities, right? Like having KKK, but also you know shooting out, make, making moonshine. And all it like it's so good, you know. And then doing the white people dance, you know, at the country club, it was so like again <laughs> polarities all over the place. I haven't tried moonshine yet. It's I haven't it's, had authentic moonshine yet. Uh -huh. I'm appalled. I will so, I will let my <laughs> redneck friends send you some. Please, he just, he just made a batch. I'll send some Schlebovitz back. Oh, <laughs> right. We're making exchange. <laughs> 
So Sandra, what are some of the places that you loved visiting in the US? I, I love New Orleans. Oh. That was my favorite city. Mm. It's does the smell. It smelled so bad, but it smelled so good to me. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. And then I like, yeah. I like Chicago. I like DC. I think mm-hmm. I like DC because it's the European vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated I hated New York and I didn't really like LA. But like besides that, like all the cities I've been to, I, I like. I haven't been to Texas yet. That's I want to go to Texas soon because that's a different. It's a different country. That's a different country too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but New Orleans, hands down. And I, you know, I did the touristy thing. We did the haunted thing. We did the French Quarter. We did palm reading, not tarot reading. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I have not been to New Orleans yet, even though it's so close. To oh, Atlanta. You must, you must. I'm waiting until I can leave if all you of like, my children. If you, <laughs> if you like grits, if you like grits, and if you like the Atlanta's yeah. wings, chicken wings, oh my god, you will love it. Have you had? A, I loved alligator. Oh no, because you don't I eat meat, any meat, right? Oh, al- I've tried mm-hmm. alligator in New Orleans many years. Oh, Oof. my 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 brother said it's kind of like chicken. Yeah, structure wise, yeah, I would say that. Okay. Yeah. And what did my, you? What was your favorite? Yeah, what was your favorite? So I I have learned to love New York. I would hate New York, and me and New York had a very very aggressive hate relationship. So I started to love uh, New York after I worked there. Um, not a fan of California <laughs> at all. It's California right? just doesn't do it for me. The way people speak yeah. doesn't do it for me. I know it's a big state. I know you can drive for twenty four hours. Um, I'm not a sun person in general. I'm not a beach person. So all these things kind of like already fall. LA doesn't do it for me. And I know I'm upsetting Elizabeth very much with this. Um, Love, love, love New Orleans. Um, I love my country places, like non-big cities. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I love just uh, Virginia. West Virginia, um, go to the to the caverns, go into the like the mountains, the forest. I love New England for its nature, for its four seasons, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the autumn there, the fall, absolutely amazing. And and I'm now doing a American. I've I've started an American bucket list, American experience bucket list. So I just got back. We went last week or two weeks ago. We went to a, a fair. Um, I have like a basketball you know, sports game to go to a baseball one, American football. Like I want to go to Super Bowl. Like I want to try all the American things just to yeah. experience them for the sake of American things. Yeah. No, you've definitely, your whole thing about the bucket list definitely got me thinking and I'm slowly trying to formulate my own sort of weird America bucket list. Yeah. I was about to say, I want to make a bucket list. Yeah. Too now. Cause it's, it's, and, and I love that you came here as an, like an au pair, Sandra, because again, you lived how I, as an East European, envisioned going to America, right? Either yeah. like as an au pair, because that's what everyone would go. They would go to the UK, Australia, or to America. Right. So you, you did that. Like you lived in, like you lived in the big houses. Um, so, yeah, so I just, and like you went to New York, you went to LA, like that's all of the, like the American bucket list. So now they. But then you realize, like, I feel bad for people who only do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because then it's so, like, 
it's cool to see it, but then it is so much cooler to find a local dive bar. Yeah. It's, it's that's that's the best. Like that's I think that's why I chose Ohio as an au pair because like right all the girls they want to go to big cities, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, I want to see like real America. And Ohio was one of the states I knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, so I'm like, yeah. And it worked out. I stayed. So. Yeah, and I do, and I, you know, regardless of how much I can, I can shit on America because I can absolutely do on the on the bad parts. But I do, I do like like the American experience. I really want to experience it in a variety of things. And just like I feel in Europe, everyone should have gone to like London, Paris, Amsterdam, Prague, and then you need to do all the other stuff. So yeah. I've went to, I, you know, been to Cali, been to New York. I've done the big stuff. Now I want to do all the other stuff that make I, the American experience. I want to go to West Virginia now. Yes. 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 I didn't even think about it. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Okay. Bucket list. Bucket list. <laughs> Bucket list. So, um, yeah. yeah. Anything else, ladies? Otherwise, we can close up. No. Um. I'm happy we did this. Yeah, this, <laughs> this was very so fun. Cool. This is so and cool. Like, yeah. And I think, so I think, you know how everyone says like America is this capitalism and all about individuals. Like personally, I think the thing I like most about America is the community. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I just got lucky, but like the people around me, I have people from so many countries, but like, and Americans too, but like we are community, mm-hmm. and like so it's like a family. I I love it. Like I don't think I ever had it in Czech Republic, so I'm happy I have it here. Yeah, and like we said, like especially if you had perhaps any any desires that were a little bit outside of mainstream or that were a little a little bit bigger, right? Like that's no, like just just stay small, just stay small. Yeah. And here, yeah, that's that's here we are. <laughs> Yeah. Here we are. Okay, so everyone who's listening to this, um, screenshot it, tag us, tag the Fearless Well podcast. Tell us some things that you think belong to the American experience, and I'll add it to our bucket list, and I'll send it <laughs> within the group. Um, inspire us. I made a post on it on Facebook, and it, it got huge responses. It had like hundreds of comments from food to actual physical places to experiences, sports things, music things. So um, give us your American experience. Even if you're not from America, what do you associate with the American experience? And uh, let's do a reunion (laughs) in like a year or something and be like, how did y'all bucket list go? (laughs) Yes. Yes, let's do it. Oh, like we'll travel and we we can tag each there other. We like, go. I made it. I I made it. Yeah. I made it. I made, made it to West Virginia. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, ladies, so much Thank you. for Thank taking you. the time out of your busy day. Thank you so 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 much. Um, I'm gonna quit the recording and then just stay on for a second. Okay. Everyone, talk to y'all soon. And as per usual, if you've enjoyed it or hated it or just got sparked interest or had any feelings about this episode, take a screenshot, tag me, take, tag Fearless World, share it on your stories, on your timeline, everywhere. Leave a review, share it with your friends secretly if you can't be public about it. 
and uh, just to give you a heads up the things that are going on currently we have blood coach 2.0 coming up with jesse magic the dom course is fully live the dancing with the demons is live and the money course will come at the end of the year but meanwhile get into that fearless wealth yourself celebrate celebrate gratitude and as for always don't forget to hydrate because self-care makes you a millionaire and you are rich and hydrated